0: Let's listen to Matt Reister, Director of Christian Crusaders and the Cedar Falls Bible Conference.
1: Today we're going to be in Luke chapter 21, verses 12 through 19. This comes on the heels of Jesus foretelling the destruction of the temple. We talked about that in our previous devotion. He talks about false prophets coming in his name and other signs that will indicate that the end is near. And actually, this text is paralleled in both Mark and Matthew. We did a devotion on the Mark text in episode 637. That's Mark 13 3-13, 3-13, through 13, and we did an episode on the Matthew text, that's episode 562 in Matthew 24, 3-14. through 14. The parallels aren't exactly the same, but they're very, very close. And like many of these parallel texts, if you want a fuller view of what's going on here, go back and listen to all of them. But today I'm going to focus on a couple specific things that I didn't cover in the other devotions that came to mind as I read through this text. Let's jump into chapter 21, verse 12. But before all this, they will lay their hands on By your endurance, you will gain your lives. So one thing we need to deal with right off the bat with this text is there are many things that Jesus is specifically saying to his disciples which do not apply to us today. And that's evidenced by the fact that he says things like they will be delivered to synagogues, they'll be brought before kings. Those just aren't realities in our world today. We're not going to be brought before a synagogue, Jewish leaders. That time has passed. That was relevant to this first century setting that Jesus was ministering in, but it's not relevant to us today. And so we need to be careful to just apply this to ourselves in the same exact way we see it being applied to the disciples in this text. At the same time, even though we can't apply it to ourselves the same way, there are some general principles that we can pull out of this that are definitely true for our situation now. For example, I think it's very clear that anyone who is a follower of Christ, who believes the gospel, who trusts the word of God and lives it out in their lives, we're going to be persecuted. And it might not look like the persecution that these folks in this text face, and it might not look like the persecution that happens to other Christians in other parts of the world or has throughout history, but we will be persecuted nonetheless. In some cases, we're going to be persecuted, like it says in verse 16, by people who are very close to us, by family members or close friends. And even though it's not commonplace in America today, I think a day is coming where there might be some who are put to death for their faith, even in this country. As it is, that does happen in other parts of the world with great frequency. Jesus says, you'll be hated for my name's sake. And I think, we're going to be hated by some for the fact that we trust Jesus. I wrote down three words that I think we can pull from this as we Think about the reality of what Jesus is talking about and how it might play out in our lives. The first word is expect. I think we should expect that there will be persecution. We should expect that we will be hated. We should expect that people who are close to us will be some of those who persecute us or hate us because of our association with Jesus. The reason it's important to expect this is so that when it happens, we're just not surprised. We're not derailed by it. There are a lot of people who call themselves Christians today who are freaked out about the idea that somebody might not like them, that somebody might be offended by what they believe. We just need to get over that. That is the reality for somebody who truly knows Jesus Christ and is living to serve him in this world. The second word is prepare. If we're not in the middle of persecution and being hated on, we need to prepare for the day when that will come. Now, it's interesting that Jesus tells his disciples, don't meditate beforehand on how to answer because I'm going to give you a mouth and wisdom which none of your adversaries will be able to withstand or contradict. So this informs the kind of preparation we should be involved in. Our preparation isn't necessarily to plan ahead of time what we're going to say. We don't even know what the situation is going to be specifically. So we can't really plan ahead what we're going to say. And doing so is kind of a fool's errand. So if we're not going to prepare that way, how should we prepare? Well, I think we ought to be soaking in the Word of God on a regular basis. I think we ought to be around other believers who are serious about God's Word and serious about the Gospel and serious about serving Jesus. In this way, we'll be prepared, we'll be strengthened, we'll be equipped for the time of testimony And the third word is endure. In verse 19, Jesus tells his disciples, by your endurance, you will gain your lives. Now, thankfully, anybody who is a true follower of Christ will certainly endure. And that's not necessarily because we're all so strong or we're all so committed or determined that come hell or high water, we're still going to be faithful to Jesus. But the reason that we're going to endure is because the Holy Spirit of God dwells in the lives and in the hearts and the minds of people who trust Jesus Christ personally. And he'll cause us to endure over the long haul. Of course, all of this is predicated on faith in Jesus Christ. If you're going to successfully expect trials and persecutions to come, if you're going to effectively prepare for them, and if you're going to endure through them, you got to first be a son of God through faith in Jesus Christ. You have to have received Jesus, to have believed in his name, and that is the single factor that will make any of this expectation, preparation, or endurance possible. Now, one last thing I want to touch on here. Jesus says something that seems to Be contradictory. He says, Some of you will be put to death. And then a few words later, he says, But not a hair on your head will perish. Well, obviously, in a physical sense, the hair on the heads of the people who will be put to death will perish. But he's not talking about physical perishing. He's using a metaphor to say, Even though persecution will be difficult, even though you'll be hated on, even by those closest to you because of your association to me, even though some of you will be put to death physically, have no fear because not even a hair. On your head will perish. In other words, in an eternal sense, you will be secure in my hand and you will gain your lives regardless of what happens on this earth, regardless of what happens with your physical life, you will have eternal life forever. Christians, I believe there are challenging days ahead for those of us who trust Christ. But I'm kind of excited because I know that God is faithful, and I know that he's going to use us and bless us in ways that we could never ask or imagine, despite the fact that what we believe and who we stand with might be less popular than ever. Thanks for tuning in. Have a great day. This is
0: The Daily Dose, a podcast of Christian Crusaders Radio and Internet Ministry. Please subscribe on Apple, Google, or Spotify Podcasts, or download the free Christian Crusaders app and share with the Friend. Also, perfectly consider supporting our ministry at christiancrusaders.org, where you can find our weekly 30-minute radio broadcast, airing on stations around the world since 1936, and where you can listen to our Conversations podcast featuring inspiring interviews with interesting Christians. Special thanks to our 2022 Daily Dose sponsor, The Family Leader. God designed three social institutions, the family, the church, and government. At The Family Leader, they are bringing all three together, honoring God and blessing our neighbors. Learn how and